hello, this is Russell Brand here. This is a bit of my uh, Under the Skin podcast. This episode's with Satish Kumar. This dude in next level, I've got to tell you. He's an advanced elder. He speaks with wisdom, authority, compassion, and insight. He's met bloody Martin Luther King. He properly knows the score on Gandhi. He met Bertrand Russell. He did an incredible pilgrimage where he walked from India around the world with no money, him and his mate, didn't they? But what was the name of that book again? No Destination. Fantastic book. It's something I thought about for a long, long while before I even worked out that it was Satish Kumar years later. Anyway, he lives in England now. He's founder and director of programs at the Schumacher College International Centre for Ecological Studies and of the small school. The small school, I suppose, is about like sort of localised stuff. He was banging to that. He really loves Helena Norberg Hodge, another guest we've had on here. And I feel like this whole movement towards conscious agriculture, permaculture, localization, decentralization, along with uh, sort of retaining or somehow getting ownership of uh, necessary tech and communication industries is part of the revolution that I have long sought. Satish Kumar, important elder. His most notable accomplishment is the completion together with a companion E.P. Menon, a peace walk of over 8,000 miles from New Delhi to Moscow, Paris and London, Washington, D.C., the capitals of the world's earliest nuclear-armed countries. Beautiful book. Brilliant. He insists that reverence for nature should be at the heart of every political and social debate. In fact, he did some good quotes, didn't he? There was one bit where he said, uh, like, something like, nature is my religion. That was really beautiful. What about when he said something about activism? You can't be an activist without being an optimist. Yeah. Go on, then. This is Demaya. You're from South Africa, are you? I'm from South Africa. You work for us. Jenny, you're obviously familiar with if you listen to this podcast, and uh, I apologise in advance and in retrospect. Oh, during the podcast, I hold up a special card now. It's my new technique. I'm so proud of it. I hold up a card that says quote on it or a quote that says clip on it. That's a quote that says clip on it. Oh, you're so pleased with yourself, aren't you, hermit crab? <laughs> You've come out of your little shell to have a little snip with your pinchers. <laughs> quote that says clip on it, was it? Because that's what you're seeing. I don't want to crab as a spirit animal. I want to be like you, Russell. No. Oh. No, you're like a toucan, I think. <laughs> you're like a toucan, I think. Why? I'm not the toucan. What measure, may I say, are you using your to dive... Your year. Huh? Your year of birth and your month and your day. I'm not having that. The technique, You're not a wolf. I look. It's a wolf. It's a wolf. <laughs> I am a wolf. Listen to this. Look how I sing hungry. Hungry like a wolf. You can hear the spirit in my voice. Oh, That's wolf. more toucan. That was nothing like a toucan. That was like a... <laughs> I don't want a toucan with its colourful face and its big mad hatchet of a beak hanging out the front of it. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Look it up <laughs> on evidence. Toucan. Toucan player, that game, Jen. I'll tell you that much, mate. He's the author of Elegant Simplicity, The Art of Living Well, Soil Soul Society. You are, therefore I am. I read that. That's amazing. No destination. Look, he's written loads of books. You're a toucan. Show me that evidence. <laughs> I want... <laughs> Don't you dare hold that. Come in here, Jenny. Let's look at this together as friends. Let's see if we can find some You're common ground. And I'm not friendly or energetic. <laughs> You're friendly and energetic. How did you? That's not the. Listen, there must have been some mistake. Primal. Look, show me your means. 
Show me your working out like school. So 1975. Yeah. Between the 21st of May and the 21st of June. Well, the whole area is, must say is troubled, isn't it? Look, llamas, hedgehogs, toucan, turtles, angora rabbit, earthworms. Quite... Who's decided this? Hold on, but look what happens here. Wolf. 74 between the 4th and the 20th. Look, a year earlier. Yeah, but you were born a year later. Yeah, but that could have been a clerical error. There could have been a clerical... Oh, look at that one. Rattlesnakes. Why do you want to be an aggressive sign? Oh, yeah. Why do I? Jackal. You're a toucan. A jellyfish. So, hey, guys, if you were born in 1977, between the uh, 23rd of August and the 22nd of September, I've got news for you, baby. You're a jellyfish. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> these are good, these, aren't they? What, what about you, then? A hermit crab. Oh, yeah. Ugh, wretched. Demai, you might want to look up what you are. Okay, so, um, all right, sorry, we got sidetracked there. Now, when we've actually got a very important episode of Satish Kumar, one of the great elders, a brilliant teacher, full of holy, holy wisdom, a wonderful man. He warmed my heart. I felt educated, and I'm going to actually go and visit him, and he said I can stay in the spare room. Do you think I can bring my children? No. Oh, what, why not? Because I'm a toucan. Because <laughs> I'm a big beak. <laughs> Oh my god, that big big toucan! <laughs> yeah. I can't not bring the children. I Why? look after them. They're my friends. Is it because they. <laughs> it might it be what? good for you. To be separate from them? Yeah. No, I can't do it. I miss them too much. No, I can't be away from my wife and my kids. Loves them too much. The Resurgence Trust, of which, I can't believe we still haven't done this intro. I'm blaming both of you of which Satish's Editor Emeritus is an environmental educational charity. So look, listen, go to www.resurgence.org and check it out. The charity's Festival of Wellbeing is taking place on the 31st of October with lots of well-known speakers. It's a good thing. Resurgence is a good thing. Satish Kumar is a glorious individual. No, respect him and I honour you, sir. Also, they're holding an online auction between 12th of November and 3rd of December. So go to resurgencetrustauction.com and learn all about it. Now, before we get into this wonderful podcast with Satish, can we, after we've sidetracked you with spirit animals and all sorts of silliness, let's listen to some of the comments that you made about our wonderful podcast with the wonderful uh, uh, Yousef Cat Stevens. Thoroughly enjoyed this interview, says Gulkan underscore AKN4. Great partnership, pure souls. I'm talking, of course, about Yousef and Russell. Wretched to hear that Jenny character one wonders if there isn't a women's prison somewhere what? with a cell for her. Well, thank you, Gulkan. No, she didn't say that last bit, but I sensed it in the subtext. Russell Timsar goes, You are one hell of a sophisticated and eloquent man. Complexity in all your dialogue, yet so easy to understand. That is an art and a skill. Great discussion. Cat Stevens, what a legend. Thanks, darling. Mary Kane, so interesting. Thank you, Russell, for continuing to bring such thoughtful spiritual discussions to us all. So helpful. I love you. Thank you. Cats five dog. This was fantastic. I learned something today about another religion, and as usual, Yusef Yusef Cat Stevens was interesting and sincere. He sent me a book. I've not read it yet, but I will. Sign up to our mailing list, will ya? Is go to russellbrand.com, sign up for it. You get exclusive access to these Zoom calls. I charge five quid. We give it to a charity. Usually, it's something to do with drugs or poverty or whatever. You'll love it. They're good, aren't they, Demaya? Like, what did I do? I talk about stuff. I answer people's questions. I joke around. I get all intense. It's intimate and interactive. Oh, my God. It's intimate and interactive. That's a slogan. When are you going to come up with a slogan other than, I'm not a dog? 
There's so many things out of context in this intro. Are there? They're from the previous, previous intro. Christ, the whole thing's out. Let's get into Satish Kumar and see if his wisdom, uh, uh, clarity, serenity, and grace can um, can somehow balance this rhubarb. In this part of the podcast, which we're giving you for nothing in the hope that you'll go over and sign up for luminarypodcast.com for as little as two ninety nine a month, he uh, talks about how environmentalism has to be at the heart of social justice. How can you have social justice, he says, without environmental justice? How can you have justice for the individual without environmental justice? And we have to make sure that our justice movements don't become further infatuation with the individual, with the persona, with uh, identity, as it were. So listen to this, because this is someone who knows the score. Trying to achieve equality with the annihilation of category is not a successful yeah. route. Yes, that's, that's, that's exactly right. We're in this era where it turns out we were never the boss. It doesn't look like an ideology. What's beneath the surface of people we admire, of the ideas that define our time, the history we are told? And welcome to Russell Brand Under the Skin. Yes, because it seems to me that two of the most important constituencies for any successful movement would be the kind of emergent social justice movement who I get a sense would focus on the fact that Martin Luther King had extramarital affairs and ordinary working class people who feel a very long way away from the objectives of this new social justice movement. I feel like unless there is a coalescence between the kind of people that are drawn to nationalism and populism and the kind of people that are drawn to social justice, identitarian politics, unless there is an alliance built around, as you say, the kind of focus on positivity and alternatives and an acceptance of human fallibility and frailty, uh, an acceptance that even great people of the past were humans. And as you have said earlier in our conversation, Satish, a composite of positivity and negativity, as the laws of physics would surely demand. Unless the, these ideas can somehow be embraced, mobilized and uh, co congruent in spite of their superficial uh, opposition, there's very little chance of mobilization. And I, I wonder, is actually the question that is most on my mind is how to achieve this kind of unity rather than focusing on this opposition. Now, uh, social justice movement, I totally agree with you is very important. Uh, and social justice movement uh, has to be rooted in environmental justice movement. So that is two sides of the same coin, because you cannot have an unjust um, relationship with the environment and an and, uh, unhealthy planet and a sick planet. You cannot have a healthy society and a just society. So environmental justice and social justice are two sides of the same coin. But at the same time, if we do not have spiritual uh, foundation and, and a spiritual rootedness, then social justice movement will remain skin deep and superficial and, and just organizational and just institutional and just the kind of uh, systemic, uh, but not deep enough. It's a superficial system. And so I would say, uh, yes, uh, social justice. I totally agree with you. We need a social justice movement and there are lots of social justice movements there and we need to support them, but that should be balanced with environmental justice. And those two justice movements, environmental and social justice movement should be complemented with spiritual um, uh, awakening 
and spiritual practice and living um, example of that has to be there. So I would say without spiritual environment, spiritual dimension and spiritual values of compassion, of kindness, of simplicity, of generosity, of love, of, uh, of uh, respect, of reverence for life and respect reverence for each other, at the moment, even social justice movement, particularly the socialist and, and the kind of left-wing movement, they have only focused on um, uh, human justice, but their aim of industrialism, production, economic growth, um, consumption, that is not, they have not challenged that. They, mm -hmm. are, they are as industrialists, as capitalists. They are as supportive of consumerism and materialism and, and production and consumption as capitalists. So we need to change that. And we have to say production and consumption should be within the limit of the planet Earth. And production and consumption and economic growth should be in the service of humanity and not uh, its own goal. So the end and means have become confused. Our end should be human well-being and planetary well-being. And the means should be money and economy and, and, and a kind of industry and, and production. But at the moment, the end goal has become the production, consumption, economic growth, materialism, and means are nature and humans. So we are treating humans as if they were tools, they were instruments of making profit. If you are not making profit for a company, you are sacked. <laughs> and so turning human beings and turning nature into tools and instruments of profit and economic growth is the basic uh, problem, which I think left wing uh, and liberal uh, people and, uh, and, and so on have not quite understood. Uh, so social justice movement has to be rooted in environmental justice and spiritual values. Then social justice movement will be strong and, and holistic. That's beautiful. I'd never thought of it in those terms that in a sense that the movement is in a, a way just a progression of the individualism that preceded it with a fixation on the rights of the individual, the role of the individual, whereas environmentalism it, it imposes upon you a holistic and spiritual ideal that helps you to uh, perform or achieve the necessary transcendence of your individual infatuation, your partialness to yourself, which is the root of the problem in so many ways, which makes us it makes it possible for us to be um, used by the machine in this way because we are all wed to our individual identity. We are all aligned to these principles. When enough people regard the environment and the whole as more significant than their own individual goals, then we become less in tune with the frequencies of the dominant culture. I see we cannot have social justice without environmental justice. We can't have justice for any individuals until we behave justly to the planet upon which we live, our host system, our parent system, our family system, our mother. That's cool. And what you have just said is completely music to my ears. Yeah, you just explained it to me. <laughs> because I agree with you that this individualism is rooted in separation and we say I'm separate from you I'm separate from nature and then we separate that individuals into nationalism and we say America is separate from Europe and England is separate from Europe and, and uh, Africa is separate from Asia and, and India is separate from China 
and then blacks are separate from whites and men are separate from women. So separation and division. So we need to overcome this division and we need to say division is not division. Division is not divisive. Division is difference. And, and we will have difference. Uh, long live difference and long live uh, diversity. So let us transform this division into diversity. And diversity should be celebrated. It's wonderful to have many religions. If, if the whole world, 7 billion people, were only following one religion, it would be boring. If 7 billion people are speaking only one language, that would be boring. It's good to have many languages, many religions, many nationalities, many races, many colors, many cultures. Like in a music, you have thousands of notes, and those thousands of notes make music. So diversity should be celebrated. Evolution favors diversity. In the beginning of the Big Bang and beginning of the uh, time and beginning of universe, uh, there was nothing. And then evolution had billions of years of hard work to create this diversity, millions and billions and trillions of forms of life. We should celebrate rather than um, turn this diversity into divisions and individualism and conflicts and wars and, and uh, superior and inferior and hierarchy. So, so this separation and disconnection and individualism and nationalism uh, has to be transformed into one earth, one humanity, one future, but we are all different within that unity. So unity and diversity dancing together, that should be uh, the purpose. So we have to go beyond individualism and within oneself, we have to see, I am a microcosm of macrocosm. I am a whole universe within myself. I am made of my ancestors. I'm made of the whole evolutionary process of billions of years. I'm a child of the whole universe. I'm a child of the stars. I'm a child of the moon. I'm a child of the sun. I'm a child of the earth. So that kind of sense of unity of life when we have, then I think we can rise above this individualistic separation and disconnection and isolation and, and lose the sense of belonging. We belong to each other. We have to develop and cultivate a sense of belonging to each other. Hmm. This is, of course, deeply contrary to the culture of individualism that pervades currently. Well, I hope you enjoyed that free extract. Go over to luminidpodcast.com. There's loads of good content on there. You do have to pay a small subscription fee, but what is that compared to being free from being constantly corralled and bombarded with intoxicating social media messaging? All right, luminidpodcast.com. Cheers. <laughs>